0: You- Paris, I definitely winged it. Mm-hmm. Um I had a translator book and that was it. Okay. I tried so hard. French is hard, in my opinion. Yeah. French yeah. is difficult. Those R's, man, I'm yeah. and my, fa- my father is Hispanic. I'm not fluent in Spanish. I can barely speak it. Um, but the R's in Spanish are different from the R's in French. Yeah. In Spanish and French is like Yeah, it's in the back of <laughs> your like, throat. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like they about to cough up some spit. i was like,
1: oh, no. So French, I'm, I never latched on to. And I think that was frustrating for me. Won't you come along with me. Hello, hello. Welcome to Young, Gifted, and Abroad, perspectives on studying abroad from past and present students of color. My name is Danielle. And I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today because today I have my friend Leticia as the guest. Um, I'm also really excited to talk to you today because this is the 25th episode of Young, Gifted, and Abroad. Um, so I think during the 10 cents episode, the previous one that I did, um, so that little review check-in episode that I do from time to time, I mentioned having a goal that I was concerned about not meeting because at the time things were kind of slow going, but, um... That goal was to put out 25 episodes in 2018 and as of today I can say that that goal has been met. So thanks to Leticia for being lucky number 25. Thank you so much. Now about Leticia, uh, during undergrad she studied abroad three times. Once in Mexico, again in France, and then um, a third time in Italy. And so uh, she really credits her sister with kind of leading by example, going to college, and, and demonstrating that study abroad is something that uh, Leticia could do as well. And so um, she didn't necessarily go in with a plan of when and where to study abroad, but it was a desire that she developed in freshman year. And then along the way, uh, she found programs that she was interested in and thankfully she was able to participate in um, those three programs. So she talks about her experiences in each of those three countries, um, the highs and the lows, but overall it was a really, really nice conversation. Leticia has a really magnetic personality and is so engaging to listen to and so I really hope that you Um, Appreciate and enjoy what she has to say. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with my friend, Leticia Giddens. But yeah, thank you so much for making the time. I know it's been a busy time for you, busy past couple weeks or more. I don't know. So, I I appreciate you agreeing to (laughs) speak to me this week.
0: Of course, of course. I'm happy to do it. I'm actually, I've been looking forward to this all day.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully this can be like a, a good way to end the day for you since it's been so rough. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. Um, okay. So why don't we start with you introducing yourself? Anything you want people to know about you right off the bat?
0: Um. Hell, oh, this is so nerve-wracking. Because <laughs> <laughs> what do I want people to know about me? I don't know. Um, hi, do I say like hi or just? Sure. Just... However you want to do it. Okay. Hi, everyone. Uh, my <laughs> name is Leticia Giddens, um, also known as TC, best known as TC. Um, I'm 24 years old. I have a vlog. That's something that I would like people to know. Um. Mm-hmm. I have a blog uh, that discusses just what it means or what it looks like, what how it feels to be a Black woman um, in today's world, and especially in corporate. And I cover religion. I cover relationships and work um, because I feel like God has really blessed me um, with my job and the position that I've been able to get. So I just want to share that with the world. It's kind of goofy and silly, but it's a good release for me. It's free mm-hmm. therapy. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I can... I can totally, like, second that. I really enjoy the videos on your channel. Um, Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're really good. It's just, I feel like um, I'll, I'll be watching, and I feel like you're not trying to be funny, but you still come off, like, really, really funny. So I'll just be cracking up, even though you're talking about maybe something that's a little more serious or whatever. It's just... Um, like the tone is, is really nice. You know, oh, makes, good. makes me at least want to, you know, keep listening and hearing what you have to say. So oh,
0: thank yeah. you so much for saying that. I haven't recorded a video in so long because I felt myself just feeling kind of insecure and um, in comparing myself to people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just other things kind of got in the way, but that definitely encourages me and I'll, I'll make sure to
1: keep it going. Yeah. I'll, I'm looking forward to it. Whenever you do happen to start putting out videos again, I've you know, I'll be yeah. excited to see that <laughs> well, I'll do it just for you. <laughs> <laughs> just for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, it was really good timing when, um, uh, I guess, I don't know if maybe you were feeling in, in a, in like a reflective mood, but you posted that, that status on Facebook about, um, how like you were having a tough time while in college, Mm-hmm. But looking back on it now, you can see all, all of the things you were able to accomplish during that time, and since that time, and you mentioned that you had studied abroad three times while you were yeah. at MSU. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, shoot, I forgot. Can you say the name of your channel? I don't think you actually mentioned the name of your YouTube channel. Oh
0: yeah, thank you so much for for um, remembering my my channel is Long Time uh, No O. It's just L N G. T-I-M-E, those are my mm-hmm. initials, Latice Nicole Giddens. And again, it's just an expression of my life right now, where I am, what I'm doing, the lessons that I'm learning.
1: Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> um, and thank you for mentioning that, because I meant to say that, but my, my brain went into a different direction. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you mentioned you had studied abroad three times while you were in uh, at MSU. Had you planned <laughs> to do that as part of your college experience?
0: In part, so um, I am a first generation student, but I did have, I have two older sisters, one of which who went to school first, um, the year right before me. So we—she's she'll be 26 in December and I'll be 25 in January. So we're pretty close in age. Mm. And she studied abroad. And I don't know, growing up with siblings is kind of like, not really a competition, but whatever they do becomes your truth. Yeah. And so she studied abroad. So I was like, I'm going to study abroad. Like I didn't know <laughs> where I was going to go. I didn't know what I wanted to do. But um, the first study abroad that I did, I, I remember uh, before I committed to that, I was really stressed about school per my, per my status. It was my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't really feel like I fit in. I'm not really a party girl, believe it or not. I, I Even back then, I wasn't really a party girl. I don't know if that's a result of my parents being strict or scaring us or what, but it's just <laughs> not my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my vibe. So like I, I wasn't really interested in the party scene. I wasn't interested in smoking weed or, you know, getting drunk. But a lot of people did that. And then on the contrary, you had people who were in the church, but I didn't really vibe with them either. Like it was it was almost an extreme. I'm just like, I don't know. And then the smart kids, I felt like I wasn't smart enough to hang with. So I was like, I don't know if I fit in here. Mm-hmm. And so I um I was actually just looking back at my journal from that time and I remember I just wrote out some things that I wanted and I was like, well, if I am going to be here, cause my mom wouldn't let me drop out. I was <laughs> like, if I am going to be here, I want to study abroad. And I remember yeah. seeing pictures. I remember thinking about my sister and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to, but I want to, like, I'm just going to put it out there in the universe. And that March, um, it was a really short trip. We went to Mexico and it wasn't abroad, but it was over or another country. And it it really changed my life. And it was crazy because Mexico, you don't I don't know people don't typically think of Mexico in that light but for me it was so special because uh we were working with kids in an orphanage and mm-hmm. they didn't speak English they were really poor and we had translators who translated that one of the kids he was like all I want to do my greatest and wildest dream is to learn English and move to America so oh, I can provide oh. for my family and I was like okay well I need to get my life together because I know English <laughs> and I live in America so clearly I'm not doing something right. And it just really changed um, how I viewed the world. And it made me more so appreciate my education. And then from there, opportunities would just come out. I just ke- I kept wanting to explore more. And also just to see more. Like people gasped me so much about Mexico, which was very a very personal experience for me. But they were like, oh my God, this is so great. And I was like, well, shoot, let me do another one. <laughs> and so then I went to um, to Paris, and I actually really did not like that study abroad. I was there for I think a month and a half, and I did not enjoy it. And I think and let me know if I'm getting too far ahead of myself because I did just start rambling. You gotta <laughs> let me know, just wave your hands or something. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, the second time I really did not enjoy it, and I think it was half due to the fact that I was trying to keep up with my last achievement. Um, and I wanted to, to position myself as someone as someone who was just successful. I had already had an internship at that time, which I which was, you know, really great for my age. Like I had a corporate internship, I was doing great, and I was like, I wanna up it. And that um particular study abroad just looked enticing. I mean, it's Paris. People dream mm-hmm. of going to Paris. So I was like, I'm gonna go. But I realized later that I went for the wrong reasons. I was going to please people and I wasn't going for me, oh. and as a result, I was very disappointed. Like Paris, to this day, I have a negative association with it. And I, I, I was recently wondering. I was like, is that because it's a bad place or because of where my mind was at the time? Like mm-hmm. I was there taking pictures and not really living in the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just okay. it wasn't. It didn't prove successful. My my and my professor was really bad at that time. Like. It was just not a good experience. All the kids there wanted to get drunk. And again, that's not the type of person I am. So I was just mm-hmm. like, this was a waste of money. And I was really disappointed because I saved up all my internship money and I spent like $10,000 on that altogether. And I was just like, uh, that was not cool. Um, and I bowed, I was like, I'm never doing another study abroad. I actually had a negative taste in my mouth about it. Now that I think about it, I was like, I'm never doing another one. And the last one that I did which low-key beat mexico was in italy and i was there for two months i didn't want to do it but i picked up a minor um last minute in my junior year in order to catch up i had to take summer classes and the only ones that they offered were in italy So i was like well if i can find or if somebody's willing to pay for it then i'll go and um the professor helped me to uh, raise some funds i got some scholarships and i went to italy and i absolutely loved it the people were just so amazing my professor there he was absolutely amazing like it was just such a positive experience and i feel like i grew a lot from that and i'd love to talk more about it but i'm gonna pause here
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh no thank you for uh giving that that overview um yeah that's so interesting i didn't know that you had such a disappointing time when you were in france um because I remember, I think we were trying to like meet up. Because I was in in Paris at the same time that you were, and I, mm-hmm. I, I guess I just assumed that you were having a good time. Because most people, when they go to places, especially places like Paris, they're having like the time of their life mm-hmm. or whatever. And I probably acted like I did too. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world.
0: Obviously, like I was in Paris, it was mm-hmm. a it was a beautiful experience as far as what I could see. I just didn't. I I felt, I felt apart from myself. Yeah. I definitely felt apart for myself and I was just really disappointed with the education because girl, if I'm being completely honest, I'm a geek. Like I love <laughs> I used to study for fun in college. Like that yeah. was my type of night. To study and then to ace an exam, like get all of the questions right. That was like my jam. I'm like, <laughs> I was here for it and in in, in at, at that study abroad it was not a challenge i think that was the biggest upset for me i was like this is yeah. not a challenge at all and so i think that's what what made the situ the the experience just kind of a damper but i mean one of my other friends yasmin was there mm. um so we got to meet up but otherwise we were i don't know it's just not the best but we did get to go to brussels while we were there we studied there for a little bit that was really cool and i still hold it near and dear to my heart because that was my first time abroad yeah and, and that was a a huge conversation starter and and just learning from that experience is still something that i position in my interviews even now to this day mm-hmm. you know so i wouldn't discount it completely but it was definitely a challenge that i would have preferred to not <laughs> have been confronted with
1: yeah what were you uh supposed to be studying while you were there
0: um i believe it was organizational communication okay yeah and when i was in italy it was sales leadership and marketing okay that's cool it had yeah it was very cool it had different titles um we took three classes while we were in italy i think three or four and it was just amazing our one professor uh, oh, he worked for the pope he was so smart he is <laughs> so smart and he i don't To this day, I don't know if he was just BSing half the time or, (laughs) you know, or if he was, like, I don't know. But I really appreciated everything that he laid down for us and just how he challenged us to think. I remember he told us, he was like, we're about to go, I think we were going to the Vatican, um, Vatican City. And he took us on a special tour and he was like, do not take pictures unless you know what it is. He was like, the only way you'll know what it is is if you ask questions. Understand what it is. Like, don't just be here to be here. Right. Be here to experience it, be here to learn the history because Rome is so I mean, there's so much history packed into that. So yeah, that was that was that was a game changer for me too.
1: Yeah. That's really cool. So you were in Rome when you were in Italy then. That's where you were yeah. okay. And were, were you a, a business major? Is that why you were taking like management and business related courses when you went abroad? Mm-mm, girl, I'm a
0: first generation college student who didn't know what she was doing, so oh, okay. I was I was just falling into stuff. I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool. All right, yeah. let's do it." <laughs> it all made sense in the end. By the grace of God, I feel like you know God is intentional, so it all it all made sense in the end. But in the moment, I was just like, I would talk to my counselor. I'm like, just. Can this work for this? And she'd be like, Yeah. And I'm like, perfect, let's do it. But I appreciated it because or appreciated now because I got to learn things that had nothing to do with my major. And that now differentiates me from, from candidates now, like in interviews or just, you know, I
1: get to I get to speak differently about my experiences. Yeah. And um okay, let's backtrack to to Mexico. That was like the first one you did. And yeah. even though you, it didn't really feel like abroad abroad because you know it's mexico it's right there you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like i talk to people and they're like have you had you traveled abroad before and it's like well i've been to canada but that doesn't really count like some people don't think mexico counts either you know oh yeah and i i I mean i was
0: i I don't know like i feel like it's definitely easy to say when you're looking at a map but when you go there you're immersed in that culture it's like okay i'm in another And that was my first new country, like or new country. That was my first time in another country. I hadn't even been to Mexico or to uh, Canada yet. And Canada oh. is great, right, like I was right. born in Detroit, but I had never been there. And so going somewhere where people literally can't speak English, it was tough and frustrating. Like we would just be looking at each other, and I'm I'm talking in English, and they're speaking in Spanish, and we're just like, I don't
1: know what you're saying, but you're saying something, right? <laughs> <laughs> So you were doing service related work there, and I'm sorry if you mentioned this already because I was trying to like fiddle with the mics, but how did you um like what was the program about when you went there and how did you find out about it in the first place? How did I find out about it? I honestly think
0: it was um i I may have seen something about it in the bathroom because mm-hmm. you know they used to put up those posters yeah, and I just followed up on it um but it was it was what was it called? Ah, the name escapes me, but it was International Engagement, something like that was a title, but the purpose was to to go and rebuild. Um, there was, and, and and there was also, we did have to take classes, uh, but the classes were at MSU, and then we just had a, a period where we were in Mexico. Um, but I think that the message or the, the class was just about understanding culture.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and why culture matters and the barriers between culture. And we also study why people give, like why people feel obligated to volunteer, why people feel obligated to reach back and help. Um, And we we talked about like intrinsic values, extrinsic values, how people are motivated, things like that. Yeah, Um, It was really interesting how it all came together. But again, it changed changed my perspective on everything. Um, Part of me, even though I wanted to drop out, I was interested in the culture Mm-hmm. And just learning about the culture, I think that's what got me. And then also just wanted to to study abroad to so add that to my resume because my sister had done it. Is what got okay. me there. Uh, but once I was there, it just it just turned everything upside down. It was like, wow, there's a whole world out there. There's so much opportunity where I am. So what can I do
1: to to make the world a better place? Yeah, that sounds yeah. really interesting. Mm-hmm. It was nice and um so your sister had kind of led by example and that made you want to do a similar thing um do you think you would have been as inclined to study abroad or you know do something in a different country if your sister hadn't already done something similar
0: i don't i learned much i learned most things about life for a very long time from my sisters like Mm -hmm. Growing up, I knew to get straight A's because they got straight A's. Yeah. After high school, or even in high school, I joined choir because they joined choir. I got They got scholarships. So I'm like, I guess I got to get a scholarship too. <laughs> she went away to school. I'm like, I'm going away to school. And he studied abroad. And I was like, what? Because I had heard about exchange students, mm-hmm. foreign exchange students. We had one of those, or a couple of foreign exchange students, excuse me, at the high school that we went to. And I was like, "You're about to be a foreign exchange student. And I was like, "That's really cool, but oh my God, God bless, I hope you're okay. like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know all these things, but if she hadn't have done it, I definitely would not have reached for it. I think you know that just goes back to the fact that representation matters, yeah, um, even in the home, if she hadn't done it, like my oldest sister didn't even go away to school, so I'm shocked that lady, my second oldest, even knew could do something like that. Yeah. I think I because a lot of what I did um as a result of, yeah.
1: And that's good, you had someone who was close to you who you could like witness doing something like that, yeah, um, I, totally. Yeah, and are, are you the
0: youngest in your family? I'm the youngest girl, I do have a younger brother, he's five um, years younger
1: than me. Gotcha. And so, when you went to Mexico, um, was your family supportive since your sister had already done something like that with you going abroad as well? Was, were your family? Was your family uh, supportive of you going and doing that? They were, they
0: were as supportive supportive as they could be. And I don't wanna jump the gun, but that was something that was a challenge financially. um, We Mm -hmm. didn't have the support and not because they didn't want to, but we just, they couldn't. Um, But just emotionally and lovingly, they supported us. And my mom, I remember before I left for Mexico, came up to MSU and just like hung out with me and was just telling me she was so proud of me. She brought me some lipstick, which oh. is so random. I don't know why she brought me lipstick, but I was so <laughs> excited. I'm like, oh my god, lipstick! I'm going to Mexico. I'm gonna wear my lipstick. <laughs> it's So random, but um, my dad was excited, you know, like it. it and, and then when I was there, they would call and want to see pictures. They were so. They're still to this day very supportive of of everything that I do, mm. um, but financially, they just couldn't. Yeah. Mm.
1: And, and you said that in Mexico, wait, uh, did you mention where in Mexico you were? Do you remember like- I do, Campeche. Campeche, Mexico. Okay. I don't know anything about Mexican geography. Is that like Northern, Southern, Central, <laughs> do you
0: remember? I think it's more Southern, Southern or central. It could be either. Honestly, okay. I don't think It's I know okay either. if you don't know. I
1: just <laughs> I'm curious now. Getting... I gotta look it up. I'm okay. on my phone. <laughs> I was trying to get an idea of my, in my mind. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it is more southern. Okay. It is more southern and it's near the Gulf of Mexico.
1: Cool, oh, cool.
0: And yeah, uh, in that Gulf.
1: Okay. And so, uh, do you remember how large the group was, like, the group of students? Uh, I want to say, I
0: want to say it was maybe 50 or 60 of us. Mm -hmm. However, they split us into cities. So my group went to Campeche, another group went to Oaxaca, another group went to San Juan... And there may have been a fourth one. But so within those splits, it may have been like 15.
1: Okay, 15 first Yeah. Okay, so you were there serving the local community. Where did you stay while you were in? I can't
0: remember, but we stayed at a hotel. Okay. And I do remember, oh girl, the food. It was <laughs> so good. I remember that food, the breakfast. I just remember the eggs. The eggs were like the best eggs that I've ever had. They were Mm. so good. (laughs) And then we would get lunch in the crema. It was basically sour cream. Mm -hmm. But it was so good. sandwiches. I'm going
1: to, I mean, completely, you can edit
0: this out, but I'm going to Cancun in January. Mm -hmm. And I'm so
1: excited just for the food. I mean, that's a good reason to be excited to go Uh, anywhere. Girl, words cannot explain. I
0: love food. I'm a foodie. <laughs> huh?
1: So good. Yeah, that's understandable. That's totally understandable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, um, and then, so within your groups, were you, did you have like a, a professor who was, um, what's the word? Like accompanying each group or yep. some sort of coordinator yep. or something?
0: We had, so we had um, leaders for every group, like uh, actual faculty members. And then we had student leaders too. Who okay. would translate. It was, it was so cool because there were students, like American students like myself, but then we would also have Hispanic students, students who grew up in Mexico, and they got to go to the program for free. Mm. I don't know how, why, but they um, they got to go for free, and they would translate for us. But they were students at, at um, MSU, but they got to okay. go for free. It was, cool. it was amazing. Because for them, it was like they were going back home to their communities and giving back and being able to talk to the kids and tell them, like, "Yo, I got out of Mexico, or I got out of the, the hood, or wherever, wherever the kids were, you can do it too." And it was the sweetest thing.
1: I loved that part. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really. Yeah, that's good that um, you know, that the the kids could be inspired in that way. Absolutely. You know? uh, by direct examples, like you said, like I. I left Mexico and did this and I'm yeah. in the States doing that, you know, um, it's the representation that matters so much because
0: for a long time, even, I mean, just off the topic of studying abroad, even in my job, like if I don't see someone, a black woman succeeding in my job before I had my mentor at my current job,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't think that I could get to where I was at because nobody was here. Yeah. so I didn't, It wasn't even a thought that came to mind. It was just like I'ma do my job and I'ma do it well. Right. But when I met her, I was like, oh my God, like you're marketing at Microsoft? What? Like (laughs) I didn't and not just that market, like an executive. So I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So just with the kids in Mexico or wherever we go, even in Italy, I worked with refugees for them to see someone who looks like them or just see someone who can relate to them it makes all the difference and i think that's if nothing else what i've taken away from all of my experience of studying abroad being able to, to see the other cultures and see how they live day to day it puts a lot into perspective
1: yeah yeah for sure okay. and um okay so i know paris was kind of like it was kind of like you were like he started off like Kind of like, I guess, beginner's luck. Like, you started off on a high note, and then Paris was kind of, like, downhill, and then you went back up again when you went to...
0: Italy. Yeah, it's crazy, because I did not want to do it. I did not want to do another study abroad. But, yeah, it was exactly that. Yeah. Very high note, and I sunk a little bit. And then I hit... I, I, I sh- yeah, I was on the moon. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was amazing. And I would definitely... Even from Paris, I would still recommend that students in college seek out opportunities like that because you just never know what can happen yeah so you just you never you never know what you don't know Mm -hmm. i didn't when i when i went abroad abroad even when i went to paris as much as i did not like it it was like wow there is Mm -hmm. an actual world outside of my own there are people here and there are like growing up in detroit you think you sat in traffic that's only a subset of a subset of a subset of amount of people. In Paris, I was like, <laughs> there's a whole community of people, children, old mm-hmm. people. I'm like, there's a world beyond what I've experienced. And they were speaking French. You know, I, I've never heard French in person. I've never seen that. People who look like me speak French. I was like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. The foods that they ate, the way that they dressed, the way that they regarded each other, which wasn't always the nicest but it was just so interesting to see how different we humans are from one another like we're built yeah. the same all got two eyes I mean god bless like not everybody but like <laughs> two eyes, two, you, know, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying five fingers is but we're all so different it's in mm-hmm. what makes the difference is where you fall under the sun so it was such a it's I would recommend it for anybody. And I, a lot of people ask, and again, don't let me get ahead of myself. No, it's good. It's good. Go on. Go I, ahead. A lot of people ask about um, the cost of studying abroad. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, but I can't afford it. I don't think, well, I'm not even going to hold you up because it's been some time. So now in hindsight, I'm like, hey, do it. It was easy. It definitely was not easy. Um, mm-hmm. I may have had those thoughts, but I, I I got to a point where I was like, I am 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to send a twenty-year-old to Paris? Mm-hmm. And and then I was like, once I graduate college, nobody is ever going to offer to pay to yeah. send me abroad just out of the goodness of their heart. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I'm a I'm at least ask and let them tell me <laughs> no, right? Instead of not asking, because when I was a kid, when it, when I would have a birthday, people would give me money. You know mm-hmm. how they pin it to your shirt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After a while, that stopped. I'm like, "Yo, it's my birthday." They're like, "Happy birthday!" Right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Well, where my dollar? Th- I need I'm more like, now." I'm 11. <laughs> I'm 11. They're like, "I don't care." <laughs> and so I knew that it was gonna it my it was gonna stop after a while because there's more people coming after me. They yeah. can't keep. Yeah. Paying for stuff if if there's another 20 year old. Like I can't be 25, like, hey, can y'all can y'all donate for me to like some people will, but that's not the they want to send somebody who's fresh. I've already mm-hmm. been. So I'm like, I'm gonna just keep asking until people said until people start saying no. Yeah. And I, I did scholarships, I saved my own money. I wrote my butt off. I like to write, like I said, I'm a geek, but I wrote mm-hmm. so many scholarships because people let scholarships just sit.
1: Yeah. You know, I would
0: ahead. hear stories of men winning scholarships that were designated for women mm-hmm. and it's just because rich people want to give their money away mm-hmm. and they're like somebody yeah. gotta win it if somebody if this dude writes it and he's a, a male so what give it to him somebody has to use it and so i would just write 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 and they would give 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 and i'm like all right i'm on my way to paris see ya <laughs> like i said my parents didn't have money and it's an it's an it is you can't trade those type of experiences especially at that age where you're so young and You know you're a sponge. Like you, you haven't experienced the the best or worst of life yet. Again, God willing, some people have been through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But again, I would say if you if you get the opportunity, take the opportunity. Don't weigh it. Don't don't start making excuses or trying to rationalize it. Just go. Yeah, yeah. Just go. Advice. Mm -hmm. Because so many people are like, man, I wish I would have studied abroad in college and blah blah blah. I'm like, a, I studied to three times. So I made <laughs> sure I run that mug drip didn't drip no more. And I read, I did a GoFundMe. I'm telling you, I, I was my pastors at church sent buckets around for me. It was, it was amazing. Wow. And 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 if somebody were to come to me as as young and, you know unsavvy as I am with my finances if, if somebody came to me and said I really want to study abroad can you donate to my cause I absolutely would mm. absolutely would because it that's changed good. my life and and I know it can change somebody else's yeah
1: that's really good that's really good um yeah. yeah and that's really I mean I know you said you you're you think of yourself as unsavvy but with like finances well that's a very savvy thing to do to just be like Somebody's got the money. Like they're gonna give out the money regardless. So I'm just gonna try and see if I can be the one on the yeah.
0: receiving end. <laughs> when I say I'm unsavvy, I mean like not responsible. Oh okay. <laughs> like I said, God has blessed me. I am in a really great position and you would not know that looking at my bank account. <laughs>
1: looking like
0: how much you make? <laughs> I spend it all on
1: clothes and food. (laughs) Well,
0: ladies, uh, God says, being somebody to bless.
1: Okay, so, um, you you said you're like 24, right? So, you still have time. A lot of people, even when they're like way older, like double our age, still have trouble with their finances. So, I mean, at least you're aware that there's room for improvement, you know? But, it's okay.
0: You're right, I just but at the same time, I'm like, sis, we can't keep using that excuse because you ain't right, getting older, right? <laughs> you are only getting older, so and I'm really trying to be intentional because, like I said, I feel like God has blessed me, and it's like a slap in his face if I'm like, thank you, go right to the candy store. Like, <laughs> you,
1: gotta, you gotta invest. Yeah. I mean,
0: I can talk all day about it, girl, I could talk all day about it, but
1: yeah. um, but you mentioned something that was uh, like when you went to Paris and you're hearing people people speak French, and you had never heard French in, in person before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one, I think that's like, I take that for granted, because I'm like a language person, you know, so I, I don't think about, you know, not hearing a, a languages other than your own in person, like having to go, you know, so many miles away to, to hear a certain language in person. I think that's so cool that you you were able to to have that experience. I think that's really profound. Um, I was wondering though, cause your programs when you went to like Mexico, well you had, you said you had translators in Mexico, but like you um, in, in Paris and in Rome, your programs were in English, right? So did you, I mean, was there any language instruction at all? Like, could you, did you just wing it? Um, <laughs> when you were in those to respective places, or did in you Paris? I definitely winged it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I had a translator book and that was it. Okay. I tried so hard. French is hard, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. French difficult. Those Rs, man. I'm yeah. my father's father Hispanic. I'm not fluent in Spanish. I can barely speak it. Um, but the R's in Spanish are different from the Rs in French. Yeah. In Spanish and French is like. <laughs> Yeah, it's in the back of your like throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're about to cough up some spit. I was right. like, oh, no. So French, I I never latched onto, And I think that was frustrating for me. Yeah. Because with Spanish, and I, I forgot to consider the fact that I kind of grew up around Spanish speakers. I, well, I did grow up around Spanish speakers. So naturally, when I get around Spanish speakers, I don't feel uncomfortable. I feel challenged. And mm-hmm. I, I I most often arrive, you know, because it's, it's in me. Uh, but with French, I just never got to that point because it was so difficult. In Italy, we did have to take an Italian class, and I got pretty good at it. Of course, now I it's completely gone, but <laughs> um, I was there for two months, and we had a class, and I also met a friend, um, this old man who owned a bakery. He wasn't old. He was probably like 40, 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would go there every day to get something, and. I would help him practice English and he would help me practice Italian. And it was really Aww. nice. Like we, um, it, it it was easier and it, it, it was harder at first because again, I'm so used to Spanish and I just figured Italian and Spanish are the same mm. or close or derived from the same root. And they are absolutely not. And even to this day that rattles me, I'm like, why not? Why <laughs> do they not, why do they not align? Some words, but very few. Like I would just start speaking Spanish and they'd be looking at me like, what are you
1: talking about? Yeah.
0: I'm like, teach my trip, like please. They just no, it's completely two completely different languages. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did take a class that helped me out.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I was I always wonder about that. Um like when people go to countries not other than to like learn the language, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, how do they get by? I feel like most places you could swing it. I mean, you probably shouldn't rely on that. Like <laughs> just you, like you should
0: try right but I out, <laughs> out of respect you know like if you and, and then just to challenge yourself I'm a firm believer excuse me though I haven't really practiced it lately in challenging yourself because mm-hmm. if you have a brain and it's working use that mug it's people <laughs> in the world who can't use it <laughs> like just use it read a yeah. book don't 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 be comfortable like get out of your comfort zone and try something different because you really be surprised at how much our brains can retain and how much they can do they are so smart god wasn't stupid you know you're, <laughs> you're right you're right <laughs> Kika, um, it's so much that we can do that we don't know
1: yeah that's true that is true um oh yes yeah, so i meant to ask about so i asked you about the living situation in mexico you were in a hotel were you in mm-hmm. a hostel when you were in Paris? No, but,
0: I OK, so Paris, we, we stayed on campus. At oh, Cite, okay. uh, we were on campus. Um, and then in Italy, we stayed in apartments. Oh, it was so nice. And I was the first one at the apartment, so I got the best room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's a <laughs> great experience so nice. Because I was talking to my my um, my peers who went, and they were like, oh my god, I cannot wait to go home. And I'm like, why? just mm-hmm. because I had the best room. Um, but but before we moved to the apartments, I did stay at a hostel uh, for like a couple of days. Cause I, I got there earlier than everybody else. Cause it was cheaper, surprisingly. Yeah, And again, I'm working, I was supporting myself. So I was like, it, it was cheaper for me to go early and to get a hostel than for me to fly in when everybody else did. Mm. So I um, I did that and I, I did have a scary experience that I don't wish to talk about just because I don't want to scare nobody. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, the, it was like nothing happened. It was just a scary situation that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of took a uh, changed my perspective or not changed my perspective, but it frightened me a little bit um, for just traveling alone even to this day. So I don't want to say it because I don't want anybody else to be afraid of traveling alone. But aside from that, we stayed at, a, at an apartment.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. And what kinds of things, obviously you went to each of these places for a certain purpose, you know, like academic wise or whatever, however the program was to stru- structured to be. Um, but do you remember some of the things that you would do for fun while you were in Mexico or France or Italy? Anything that comes to mind? Um, Mexico,
0: food was fine. Okay. <laughs> food. And then we'd, we would go to like salsa clubs. Um, and Paris? we Oh, okay. This I did appreciate about Paris. We would go to the Eiffel Tower and picnic. Oh, oh yeah.
1: that would
0: green. That was so sweet because, I mean, it was just the culture out there. Like people mm-hmm. would sit and have wine and cheese. And I just loved that. I absolutely loved that part. Um and then in Italy what do we do for fun in Italy? Ah uh, Italy was home. We I what do we I don't know I don't even know what we did for fun. It just became so much a part of my life. That's like asking me now like what do you do for fun? I can't I don't know. Like I just <laughs> have fun but like we would go to dinner. We w- I would walk around. The the whole program was fun. We would go to mm. museums, gelato, ah uh, Food again, food. Yeah. Gelato in Italy, <laughs> game changer. It changed my life. Uh, <laughs> we would travel. We, w- I went to Nice, France. Um, we went to the Amalfi Coast. Mm. But a lot of our days were filled with, with coursework. But the coursework was fine because mm-hmm. we, we had to study museums and the culture. So I don't know. The two were intertwined. Italy was home. I really
1: loved, I love Italy. I, I'm itching to get back there soon. Mm. Yeah. And uh, it's good you mentioned coursework because I wanted to ask like what um, at the end of each of those uh, programs, did you have to do um, like a final paper or something at the end? Mm -hmm, For all of them. Okay. For all of them. And um,
0: I actually I think I still have a video out about the Paris one. I'll have to find it. Just oh, for you okay. it's kind of funny. <laughs> and my professor would show it to everybody, like all his classes. I had to tell him stop showing people because I did not like this program. Like stop mm-hmm. using it. Oh. Like, right. <laughs> but I think I had and th- those are fun to watch, just seeing my younger self. But yeah, we had we definitely had to do uh projects at the end of each one. Um I will say for Italy, I, I had a journal. I should go get it. I had I had a journal that I would write in. Pretty much every day. Let me go grab it. Okay. (laughs) So funny. So we actually, the sticker on the front, nobody can see it but you, but Mm -hmm. it's a sticker of salt and pepper, which is so random if you look at it. But if you look closely, you'll see that on top of the heads of the salt and pepper, it's Louis Vuitton. So it's like the salt shaker holes are the uh, Louis Vuitton logos. (laughs) We went to the Louis Vuitton Museum for fun. And I just threw this sticker on top. All of my journals are some, they're so random. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like, once I feel connected to a journal, I keep it. (laughs) That page was about, man. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Anyway, I said, I guess we, we had to record these videos on camera and I said, when I realized in that moment, just how blessed, I was to have seen or accomplished all that I had. It made me feel happy. I couldn't believe it. Little TC from Woodingham Drive made it. Mm -hmm. Made it to Italy, but only halfway. There's so much more to see, hear, and do. But I thank God for where I am, imperfections and all. After all of our finals were finished, TV interviews, exams, blah, 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 we all decided to celebrate. And you know what? I had a really good time. oh yeah I remember this anyway random stuff you don't have to include that,
1: no no I think that's good um I think it's great that you kept a, a journal and that you've held on to it because it's good to be able to look back and because you, you might not be able to remember everything but you can read what you've written and think and like almost be back in that place again like remember what you were thinking yeah. at that time you it's know so- yeah. On
0: June 28th, I said, my last full day in Athalia, I cried from the moment I left the girls to this very word. What an awesome, awesome, awesome experience I've had here. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about that later. For now, i reflect on my morning. I left crying and attempted to find the airport I'm supposed to be leaving from tomorrow morning. That was a fail. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, you, you can cut out the rest of that. But regardless, <laughs> it was clearly my favorite.
1: Yeah, that's good you have that that record for yourself. I think that's really special.
0: It you is. Know?
1: I haven't yeah. read it I have to read it. <laughs> yeah. I, I rarely read back on my
0: journal. So anyway,
1: sorry. No, that's candy. fine. You said something about TV interviews. Did I hear that correctly?
0: Yeah. So again, a part, one of the classes that we had to take was around marketing girl and they spun us for our final we had to do these interviews at the Vatican where the Mm -hmm. Pope does his like TV appearances and they asked us all these questions about ourselves and we had to respond while being recorded on camera and it was the most uncomfortable experience because I mean just to be completely frank I'm a black woman my hair was like well, it was beautiful. It was natural. I had an afro at the time. Mm-hmm. But my skin was looking greasy. So I was like, oh my God. I <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hated that. Um, uh, but we uh we had that was a part of our final, so I think that's what I was writing about.
1: Okay. Was it I mean, did it actually get broadcast or no,
0: he um he just printed us out copies of ourselves so we can re- reference them later. Oh, and okay, okay. He told us like you know be confident in yourself. He told us that we all did well. Girl, I I don't know what I did with that CD. I was so embarrassed. I probably threw it away, which I hope <laughs> I didn't. But it's definitely in my parents' house somewhere. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: oh man i'm i'm really glad that you had such a positive experience um and you got along well with the other people you were with in italy as well
0: i did i did i missed them like we had so much fun the guys i wasn't huge fans of um just because they we we just didn't see eye to eye like we definitely they love me like to this day they would say that i'm like one of their closest friends, which is crazy. Okay. I don't talk to them, to the guys. <laughs> <laughs> they were just really, you know, entitled, like white men. You know, I, I hate to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: to put so it, people, way, you know,
0: yeah, keep it up. Like they were rich white dudes or who had, they had rich white parents. So yeah. they would just say some off the wall stuff. But I really enjoyed it. Like I loved hanging with them. I loved, learning about their lives and seeing the thing and telling them about mine. Like, they would be like, yeah, when, when I get back, I'm going to go and take my dad's boat out on the Lake Michigan. And I'm like, when I get home, I'm going to sit in my room without air conditioning. So <laughs> what's up?
1: <laughs> that's, that's nice to hear. That's good. I'm glad you have a boat. i never <laughs> experienced that. <laughs> It, was it the same, like, like when you were in your group in, um, in Mexico, was it about the same amount of people, like, or the same group size?
0: Um, honestly, yeah. It was uh, – so, remember, Mexico was about 60 students for our classes right. while we got MSU, but then they split us up. Right, broken up. So, uh, I think Italy was 15. Okay. Yes, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so. then when you did Paris, was that, like, another MSU thing, or was it a bunch of different students there from different universities? Nope, all of the all of the ones that I did were all MSU.
0: Okay. No, you're right. Paris was um, Michigan State and a school from Tennessee.
1: Okay. Yeah. And y'all were all there at the same time. Yeah. Studying the same thing. Okay.
0: Rooming together, and I'm still. I mean, we follow each other on Instagram. Like we're we're still connected.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Was there anything from your? like from one experience that that helped you to prepare for the next one? Yeah, to prepare for the next one.
0: Um, um definitely I when I was in Paris, I that was my first time abroad. So mm-hmm. I didn't know I didn't know for instance how close other countries were like mm-hmm. in relation to one another where in, in the United States, if we want to go to Europe, we got to fly across water where yeah. once you're in Europe, if you're in Italy, you can go to France. If you're in France, you can go to Spain. Like it's it's not it's not a long flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't travel in Paris and I remember some of the students did and I, I was just, I, I was kind of jealous. I was like, ah, I, didn't, I don't get to do that. Like it's, it sucks, but I could have done it cause it's not expensive mm-hmm. um, and it's not far. Another thing that I did regret in Paris was just not really living. Because like th- like I said, that was my first time abroad. I was kind of in a funk. I was a geek. So I was I was so focused on my education and learning when there wasn't really much to do. I really <laughs> missed out on an opportunity to just have fun and be young. And I remember close to the last day, this one girl, we were trying to get her to come to the Eiffel Tower with us. We were like, come mm-hmm. on, let's go climb the Eiffel Tower. And she She had already done it. She was like, I lived when I was here in Paris, like I don't know what y'all have been doing, but I have lived. Hmm. And so even though I promised myself, I would never go another study abroad. When I went to Italy, I was like, all right, girl, we doing it up. We're gonna live, we're gonna walk around. We're gonna meet new people. We're gonna immerse ourselves into the culture. We're gonna make sure that we're responsible and manage our money, right? So that you can do extra things and go to other countries and, you know, uh, just see the world. And I saw one of the seven wonders there It was absolutely amazing. It's not the Blue Lagoon. It's, what is it called? Um, It's in the Amalfi Coast, but it basically is this cave that glows in the sun. It's so pretty. The name. I wish I
1: could help you. The Blue Grotto.
0: It's the Blue Grotto. Okay.
1: Okay. It was
0: absolutely beautiful. And it was such (laughs) a wonderful experience because they sang and boated us in. And I remember I almost missed half the experience because I had on sunglasses. And I remember going into the cave and I was like, wow, this is really amazing. And the only reason I took my sunglasses off is because I was trying to get a picture on my phone. Mm -hmm. And so I did like this to like, see if I was actually getting stuff. And I caught a glimpse of how blue it was. And I was like, oh my God, like this is amazing. (laughs) It was so (laughs) pretty. So I definitely think that the three definitely amped each one
1: up mm-hmm for sure yeah, yeah. in different ways <laughs> yeah you got kind of like more more practice along the way but also like different lessons that you could take with you as you go from one experience to the next so yeah
0: uh, like, like from mexico i learned for paris i was like we're gonna do a GoFundMe, me and then after paris i was like we're gonna live right so it, was, it was good
1: yeah and um when you were talking about the the financial aspect i think it's so uh touching how much support you had from your your community you know your family people at your church you know or other mm-hmm. people through your um your gofundme or, or or you know scholarships or whatever all the other help that you got um i just think that's so so great i don't know i i'm assuming that must be a good feeling to feel like you have like a community behind you that's pushing you forward oh, you know
0: Certainly. And it made me want to be successful because yeah. they were more or less putting an investment down, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just, it, I, I would always relate myself to a business or or a stock. Like people are putting money into me and expecting a turnaround and they mm-hmm. weren't mean about it. They weren't saying like, you better get good grades. They just really believed in me. And so yeah. I was like, I have to give this my best. Yeah, It was definitely... Something that's added to just my life. Like the, the things that people would speak over me or just the things that they would do with their actions for sure. Yeah.
1: Um have added to my life. That's so good. Um how or were you able to keep in touch with uh your family or even your friends while you were away, each of those? Yeah, times? FaceTime FaceTime
0: was always or FaceTime was around when I did those. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't, like, I, I was happy to disconnect. Mm. I was happy to to disconnect and just, like I said, by the time I got to Italy, I wasn't FaceTiming my parents as much. I wasn't, you know, talking to my friends or even posting on Instagram that much. I was like, I want to be here. I want to live yeah. in the moment. I want to experience it. But I was able to to call them when I needed mm-hmm. or if they need me. You know, I was away for two months at, at in Italy. So I would definitely talk to them. Um like every so often, but it i I didn't want to if I wanted to to just to learn to be wherever I was gonna be,
1: yeah that's that's really interesting because um I mean, you had 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 some some practice, some experience traveling by that point, but um. You know, when you're first going in new places, it's understandable to be nervous, you know, because mm-hmm. um, you're kind of that's like your first big thing by yourself. Not that you're completely mm-hmm. alone because you're with other students, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that's so interesting that you by that point when you were in Italy, you wanted to just be where you were at the time, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you didn't feel courageous at the time. But that sounds courageous to me to just be like, this is where I am. This is what I'm going to focus on. I'm just going to be here, immerse myself. And just experience what's around me right now, and not worry too much about back home. Like I think that that sounds real courageous to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's, I and mean, I, I'm still like that to this day. I like to be yeah. present. Yeah.
1: Did you whether um, did you feel any nervousness at all in relation to any of the study abroad experiences you had? Like before you went, did you feel um, any nerves? I think or? All of them. All
0: of them. Because they were all significant in one way or the other. Mexico was going to be my first time in another country. Mm-hmm. Paris was my first time abroad. And then Italy was my first time, or I, it was me giving it another chance. Yeah, Italy, I was especially afraid. And I I, I, I think it was because I had such a negative experience in in Paris mm-hmm. overall that I was like, Nervous. I didn't want to experience that again. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I had fear before all of them, and then there's always the the trouble or the anxiety around, like missing flights, catching flights in another language.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you mentioned in Paris seeing, um, you know, seeing black people who who speak French. You know, seeing people around you who looks like you, but who are local to that area. Mm -hmm. Um, did you have any similar experience in Italy or Mexico where you saw other black people?
0: Okay. No, no, no black people in Mexico, no black people in, uh, actually, well, in Italy, I was working with refugees from Malawi, Africa. So I did see them, but that, that came towards the end of the trip. We worked with them for, I think the last three weeks three and a half weeks, so I didn't see them for a while, and it was actually kind of tough. I had a boyfriend at the time, but I mean, just as a woman, you want to feel the love, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel the love. I was like, anybody checking for me? This, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. uh, my my um my white peers, the the girls, all the dudes were falling over, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, what about me? I'm here. Um, so that was that was kind of difficult, but again, I was just I got to a point where I was like, let me just take advantage of where I am. Who cares? Yeah. I'm not here for a man. I got a man,
1: so. I'm just going to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excuse me. So you said uh, that you would definitely go back to Italy again. Do you Mm -hmm. have any interest in returning to France or returning to Mexico? You know, oh, Mexico for sure. sure, You said you're going to Cancun, right? mm -hmm. Yeah. Mexico
0: was, I mean, that was my first and last time there. Mm -hmm. But it's always been in the back of my mind. And even for this upcoming birthday, I was... I was so set. I was like, or just even before my birthday this year, I wanted to go to Mexico. I'm like, does anybody want to go to Mexico? Like, let me know. Mm -hmm. I will pack my bag and get on the plane. Like, I just want to go to Mexico and get some really good food. I just want the food (laughs) and the culture because the people are so kind there from what I've experienced. Um, And then Paris, I really wasn't considering giving a second chance, but just I I would be willing to do it uh, half willing. Like I would have to be there for work or something. Like I don't want to pay to go back just because I've already experienced it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I would like if I got the opportunity. If my job wanted to send me there, or if there was a conference or something there, I would I would raise my hand
1: to go just to give it a second chance. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. All right. Just figured to ask because you were so enthusiastic about Italy. I was wondering if you felt any similar like urge toward you know the other places. But I would, I would um, totally go back to Campeche. Yeah. I'll go right the sandwich shop. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like you said a, a lot of really insightful things already. Um, but just like off the top of your head, are there any major takeaways or pieces of advice you'd like to give someone who's looking to study abroad or simply looking to travel more? Like based on your own experiences, what would you say to someone else?
0: Well, just echoing what I what I mentioned earlier, just about the cost, both financially and just timely, I I would just remind people that this is something that's at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You don't have to to worry about it executing. You just have to commit. And I would also recommend that they do it for themselves. Don't do it for anybody else and don't don't not do it. Do not, not do it, whatever. Don't <laughs> don't hold yourself from doing it or restrain yourself from doing it because somebody else doesn't want you to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because um, when I went to Italy, though I did have a boyfriend at the time, he didn't want me to go. Wow. He, he wanted me to stay. He was like, why are you leaving, girl? And I'm like, boy, I remember at the time, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, of course I'm going. I'm about to stay here for you over the summer. What What are you gonna <laughs> bring me over the summer? What the yeah. heck? Like, don't. and." and any And I, I don't know, maybe I'm just different, but some females will do that. They'll be like, oh, you're right, babe. I'm going to stay. No, because mm-hmm. me and him are not together anymore. You know what I'm saying? like
1: And you would have been so mad at yourself. Yeah,
0: thinking- or, or forget mad. I wouldn't have known the difference, but I definitely would not have been able to to get to where I am without that experience. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. don't, whatever you do, do it because you want to. Right. That's it. That's the beginning. That's the end. And everything else will fall into place. I mean, I'm a Christian, so I pray about things, you know, but like regardless, commit yourself mm-hmm. and just just do it. It's a life-changing experience. I I want everybody to experience it. Don't don't think about where you come from. Don't think about what you don't have. If you want to go, then go. Yeah. That would be my
1: advice. That's good. That's yeah. really good advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you mentioned going to to Cancun. Um, but do you have any other travel plans coming up? Or just places that you would like to go at some point?
0: Um, I do have a, a few other travel plans coming up. I travel a lot for work. It's all domestic, though. I'm, I mean, I'm like a ping pong ball, like everywhere <laughs> um, i just got back from palm springs before that i was in new york before that i was in florida like literally everywhere um i do want to do some more domestic traveling i really want to go to mornings um again for the food yeah. i'm going to mexico in january um in march i'll be going to jamaica for the first time which i'm really excited about again Ooh. for the food, for the culture <laughs> um but i'm also i recently have taken a huge liking to um, mountains Oh, okay. So I would love to to visit maybe Nepal. I don't know. I wouldn't climb Mount Everest, but just somewhere where I can see the mountains and see some stars. I'm a real nature girl, and I really appreciate those type of things. I would love to Mm -hmm. go to Antarctica, Um, and I would also love to go to Africa. I haven't been to Africa yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. same. I haven't been either, and I really like to go. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, those are all really good places to wanna go to. I hope you are able to get to each of them in your own time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm trying to think, was there something else? No, I think that was it. Um, Yeah, I think that was it. I think I'm good. Oh, last question. Um, Is there, well, you mentioned your YouTube channel. Is there any other way that you would like people to reach you or get in touch with you? Online?
0: Oh, good, sure. If they have questions or want to continue the conversation, they can uh, follow me on Instagram.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, my handle is L-N-G-T-I-M-E. Long time again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm always on there. It's kind of a really bad habit. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break right now because I spend so much time on Instagram, but that would be a great way to reach out. Uh, my email for my blog is longtimeblog at gmail.com so you can hit me up there, but otherwise I'm available out of my house.
1: Okay. <laughs> you can hit me lo- up to whatever the case. Okay. And longtimeblog at gmail.com, that's L-N-G-T-I-M-E blog at gmail.com. Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this has been really fun. I hope you've enjoyed yourself as well. Yes. Um, reminisce. Yeah. And I, I hope that uh, your week gets better. I'm going to travel tomorrow. I'm heading to Florida. So. Oh, my goodness. Well, good luck with that. Safe travels. Thank um, you. I hope at some point you're able to, you know, your schedule is able to slow down and you're just able to, like, rest and, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. Breathe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's that's all for me so i'll let you go i don't know if you have to pack or something but um I do, but i'm not about to do that right now honey <laughs> I'm about to eat and watch some tv well i mean you've earned it with the day that you've had from what i from what you told me so um yeah enjoy that safe travels and thank uh you wish you nothing much. but the best with everything thank you so much Danielle. you have a great rest of your week And I'm looking forward to this podcast Yes, yes, me too Bye Alright, bye Alright, y'all There it is Thanks to Leticia for being such a wonderful guest And I hope you like how this all turned out For the rest of you listening Don't forget to follow this podcast At Young Gifted and Abroad On Instagram and Facebook And don't forget to check out guest profiles And resource lists on younggiftedandabroad.com. Also, if you like what you've been hearing so far, then please continue listening to this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, ACAST, or Stitcher. And as always, if you have questions or comments to share, or if you yourself would like to be a guest on the show, then feel free to email me at younggiftedandabroad at gmail.com. So for next week, I finally got back on track. <laughs> Oh, thank goodness! I finally got back on track, and so I can say with absolute certainty that the guest for next week um, is going to be a friend of a friend, someone whom I had not met prior to interviewing her for the podcast. Uh, but she's delightful. She's an educator, and she started her um, her teaching career in Hawaii. Um, so Hawaii is obviously part of the US now But it was at one time It's own sovereign nation uh, Not too long ago actually And so she talks about reasons why it's still kind of Seen as not fully part Of, uh, of The US um, And then we also talk about uh, her time Volunteering in Tanzania And the Dominican Republic So lots to look forward to uh, In her interview And you can look forward to that next week But until then, thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time.